of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to morning mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Jared Flanagan. Of course, we welcome to the church members of his family who are here today, Mark and Vary, and Lorna and Nicole, uh, and Margaret, and Owen and Bernard, and all the family members, and of course, very many family friends. I particularly extend a warm welcome to all of you who are family friends and uh, friends of Jared's who are here today. Uh, it will be a great consolation to see so many uh, friends here uh, for the family uh, at this Mass. Jared uh, himself uh, was known by so many people uh, in so many different ways uh, in his working life, in his family life. Uh, in uh, the things that he did in his life. And I think he's made a great impression on all of us, a man that was very cheerful of spirit and a man who was very friendly in his ways. So today we want to be thankful for that life which has touched all of our lives in so many different ways and we are very thankful to God for his presence in our life. But today at the Mass also we want to remember him specially and to commend him uh, to God in our prayers. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned 
in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Wings bear you on the breath of dawn. 
from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptised in Christ Jesus, we were baptised in his death. In other words, when we were baptised, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead by the Father's glory, we too might live a new life. If in union with Christ we have imitated his death, we shall also imitate him in his resurrection. We must realise that our former selves have been crucified with him to destroy this sinful body and to free us from slavery of sin. When a man dies, of course, he has finished with sin. But we believe that having died with Christ, we shall return to life with him. Christ, as we know, having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no power over him anymore. This is the word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father, just as no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. 
when both uh, Jared and Margaret uh, were born as twins. They were born some six weeks uh, before they should have been. Canon Murray, who was the priest here, was called to baptise them, for there was a danger that they would not survive. Both of these children and all the family would get to know this priest uh, as a priest who had the gift of healing, attested to also by many others as well. Both these children would survive uh, that early scare, no doubt through the kindly prayers of this priest on their behalf. In those last days of uh, his life, Jared asked that some of the same canon's vestments would be brought to be put beside him. He knew that there would be no cure, that there would be no miracle granted to him. But there was a miracle that took place, perhaps an even greater miracle, that he would die well, that he would have faith and courage and consolation in that moment. He wasn't afraid, and of course he had great peace. And just as the canon had helped him as a young newborn baby in his first moments, so as an old man facing those last moments himself, he helped him too. Today, this funeral mass itself takes place here at St Bride's, that church which Canon Murray himself was a parish priest and which he was my predecessor, one of my predecessors. And this is a church, of course, that Jared himself knew very well. It was a special church to both him and to his family. Here were the first steps that he took in the life of faith and, of course, in a sense, the last steps are taken here today in this funeral. It's as if it all began, here it all ends. That sense of completion, that sense that the circle itself complete, arriving back at the place that you set out upon. Of course, we know that life has very much that sense of journey, if you like. We are always travelling through life. And of course, what we acknowledge here in this place is that we travel with faith. How surprised we are when we look back in our later years at how far that we have travelled, the things that we have done, the decisions we've made, the things that we've achieved. We could never imagine in life how our life itself would twist and turn all those things that come with life. If we very often have a plan for our life, then the thing that we most of all know is that there will not be that plan as we see it. But things will turn out differently from us. For God's plan for our life is very often not the plan that we have. It's only a short space of time, uh, less than a year, since we were here for Annie's funeral. Who could have thought that we would be here again these few months later? Unlike Annie's illness, Jared's illness was only diagnosed a few short weeks ago. There was nothing that the doctors could do to help him. Always the practical kind of person that he was, he was calm and prepared for the end. And his strength and his courage and his good humour helped others. Jared was born on the 24th of January 1945. He had a fine middle name, Hector, 
that many of you might not have known. <coughs> I'm able to divulge that to you today under strict secrecy that you'll tell no one else. His twin Margaret was born some few minutes later. Although being the younger child, Margaret was always, always the boss, leading him by the hand and speaking for him and when at school, doing his school work for him as well. So much so at one point, the teacher moved them into different classes. He was part of a large family. His parents, Ben and Bella, brothers and sisters, Annie and Teresa and Monica and Owen and Margaret and Bernard. They were all a close family and were to be ever thus. Gerard himself, as you probably know, had a number of jobs, uh, but his main job was working at the Hoover plant, where he got to know very many people. He had an incisive mind, and as you probably know, he could talk. And he used to have, as one of his jobs, the union convener for the plant, which allowed him, in turn, to speak for the workers. Later in life, as you probably know, also, he took the job of a local grave digger. He had a kind of serious face, as you know, which I don't know was a qualification for the job, but he certainly had it. But he also had a dark sense of humour as well that went with that grave digger's occupation as well. In his working life in the Hoover plant, he met his future wife, Anne. Uh, she also worked there with Margaret. He plucked up courage one day to ask her uh, out which led again to them being married here in St. Bride's Church by the same Canon Murray in 1971. The picture on your order of service, if you have it, uh, is a beautiful picture of their wedding day and how happy they look on that day uh, and they were, to have 40, they were to have many years of marriage. Anne herself uh, died very suddenly, uh, very suddenly indeed, a number of years ago, and that was an event that Gerard never got over. Both he and Anne uh, were blessed with two children, Mark and Vary, who are here today, and of, two, of course, two lovely grandchildren as well, Nicole and Lauren. Looking after the two young children uh, fell at one point uh, to Gerard. And, of course, he took it up with great eagerness and enthusiasm. In his uh, married life, he lived at Aran Terrace uh, and later on at Halfway. He is remembered in these places as a good neighbour, friendly and kind, and many people that he lived alongside became lifelong friends. He had a number of interests in life. Uh, he liked to play dominoes and he liked to uh, play darts as well. Um, he liked also a wee drink in the pub as well, which I should mention. And he liked the horses as well. I'm not sure whether he was lucky or unlucky. He never really confessed that to anyone. He always had a bet on his, famous, on his favourite uh, football team, Celtic, and always, always forecast a 3-1 to one win for Celtic. I'm not sure if that was faith or foolishness. <laughs> he had a generous side to his nature too, was very helpful to others, 
and especially doing small jobs, fixing things for others. There is, however, a story that is told in the family about him, that he did his mother's wallpapering and put the wallpaper upside down, (laughs) only noticing it when it was all done. I don't think that he ever quite lived that down. He was a kindly man. He was light-hearted and saw the funny side in most things. In his life, as it turns out, he had a whole host of friends and he was greatly loved in the family. When a person dies, it's as if we come to a final chapter in the book. The last lines are written, the last things played out, the book is closed, and the story of life comes to an end. But our presence here in this church today reminds us that this is not the final chapter, and it's not the last lines that are written. There is another thing that waits for us, a life beyond now, a life that is not known to us, but a life that is beyond our sight with God himself. We think of that life today, and of course that life of the baptised, which in a special way uh, Gerard shares in. He's reunited with Anne, his parents, his sisters. This life is hidden in God, and this promise is to all of us. Life, I'm sure, uh, for those of you who are a bit older, uh, now seems all too short. And of course, it does seem short. Uh, When we go through life, sometimes it seems long. But when we look back, it seems all too short. Live life then well, that is given to each of you, because that would be a good maxim in life. This morning in our prayers and in our thoughts, we commend Gerard to God, the same God that he'd lived with, loved and served and followed to the best of his ability throughout all his life. Please stand. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother Gerard, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Gerard, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions.
God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Please join in our offer to him, number 240, Do Not Be Afraid. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, Jared, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return an account of sin to that earth from which we came. And when you give the sign, we who are redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of the resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. (laughs) 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Gerard, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please, please, please stand, sir. We pray together in the words that Jesus, our Saviour, has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother Gerard may come to the eternal table of Christ. We ask this through Christ our Lord.
Saints of God, come to his aid. Come to meet him, angels of the Lord. Receive his soul and present him to God the Most High. May Christ who called you take you to himself. May angels lead you to Abraham's side. Receive his soul and present him to God the Most High. Give him eternal rest, O Lord, and may all Please join in our final hymn, number 706, Walk With Me, O My Lord.
you and my 